everybody, and welcome to a new episode of StartupRad.io, your podcast show with startup news and interviews from Germany. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is once again Joe, and this is once again Startup News from Germany for non-Germans. This is StartupRad.io, and I really welcome you to our Startup News and welcome you to the European non-intellectual zone, at least for tonight. Of course, I'm joined by my two fellows. There is Margaret out yes, there. Yes, hello, I'm here. <laughs> That's awesome. That's exactly your role for now. <laughs> yes, we hear oh, you. Oh, you're terrible. And well, of wait, course, wait, wait, live wait. and direct from New York. Well, wait, I was going to object. You're like, you're worse than Trump. You know, it's like, <laughs> but I was going to say that I, we're almost German. We're all German here, but we're just not entirely intellectual, right? If you say so. Uh huh. But probably that that's probably that discussion is already proof for the case in point. And from New York says hello, uh, Christian. Hello. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. After Margaret screwed so up my regular introduction, it's good to have at least some point. Um, we start a startup news May here, 2016. The recording was done on the June 2nd. So everything that uh, was going on before, we included it. Everything that's going on afterwards will be included in our next startup news. I assume we do one June wrap up. And then we get into our summer break and the next time you'll hear from our startup news will be very likely in end of September, beginning of October. As always, housekeeping. This time there's awesome news for StartupRate.io because we made it into the German podcast download charts for three days during Easter. Awesome. We even climbed to number 45. Then there was an article by our friend Paul from Rheinmann Startups. Awesome. As well as from me on Startup Link about the Frankfurt startup ecosystem. Have a look. You'll find the show notes at www.startuprate.io. Then there's an interview where Jacob talked about the Berlin Startups Job Fair 2017. You'll, of course, also find the show notes on Startup Radio. And I personally attended the opening of the German Entrepreneurship Center, GTEC. It's a private initiative, and they've opened their second campus after Berlin, which is located in a very, very nice building here in the Financial Center of Frankfurt. And talking about the ecosystem. Guys, have you found something? Yeah, so um, KPMG consulting company came up with a report that um, shows growth in Europe's alternative lending industry. So um, in that case, it is um, like lending that doesn't come from banks. And the countries that have still the highest potentials are countries like Hungary, Slovenia, Latvia, Poland, Romania, Greece, and Ireland. So uh, companies that wouldn't necessarily be uh, part of what comes to mind when you think about like the highly industrialized Western wealth leaders of Europe. And you can find the report from KPMG and Twino uh, in our show notes. 
And um, tech.eu, the website, released uh, the European Tech Funding and Exits Report for the first quarter of 2017. Some of the numbers they found out about were that the European and Israeli startups completed um, a little less than 900 founding rounds in Q1, meaning 869 founding rounds, um, totaling at 4.5 billion euro. And compared to the fourth quarter in 2016, that means a 3% drop in the number of deals and an 17% increase in the investment volume. So um, the, a single deal on average got bigger. But as always, um, I think you have to be a bit careful with those numbers, especially if you compare different quarters with one another. And um, the third report I found... Never trust the statistics you didn't fake yourself, right? Ah, you can't really get me with that sentence because honestly, for one, I made one time made it a thing to actually look it up where it comes from. And because so many people say it all the time and everyone thinks it's from Churchill, but there's not a single primary source that actually shows that Churchill uttered these words. And here's the thing. They came up with this theory because it was so heavily distributed by the German propaganda ministerium. So um, Goebbels, one of Hitler's most important aides, he came up with uh, articles saying Churchill said that. So whenever someone says the sentence you just said, Jörn, I can say, well, if you here just want to uh, be the right-wing extremist on these things, I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> Very polite. Margaret, there's something about Silicon Valley, right? Uh, I, I am right there. Silicon Valley is still number one. However, I don't necessarily believe that, given the fact that there are all these interesting sub-markets appearing everywhere. So in talent, Singapore is now number one. Uh, in London, uh, and supposedly Berlin, they are at least the top ten in terms of I guess, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of startup energy, certainly, but there is a lot of money here. And Paris and Amsterdam make up the top 20. Um, but I think, as you just pointed out, there is an unbelievable amount of talent going and, and centers of talent that is going on in just about every major center right now because everybody is seeing how much needs to be changed and fixed. So while, yeah, okay, Silicon Valley might be still ranked number one overall, There is hot and heavy competition, I think, at this point, coming from just about every other place on the planet. Talking about coming from one place to another, Germany legalized self-driving car tests on the street. Um, here's some background on that. It's not so much in the English news, but German car companies are testing for years self-driving cars already in Germany. Till now, globally, California had a law to permit this on normal streets, only Specially permitted streets, roads and autobahns have been on the other side opened in Germany. This has changed. In an audio interview with the public radio station HR Info, there was an expert expressing his opinion that all of the assistance systems, high-end German cars like Audi, Mercedes and BMW have integrated, can do the same as the autopilot in Tesla, it is just market differently. And then we're looking at Amazon because Amazon um, uh, Fresh is about to start in Germany and got the first reactions from brick and mortar retailers, writes the uh, German tech startup um, digitalization website 
T3N. And there are already panic in retailers in Germany, afraid of what Amazon Fresh might do. And they threaten their suppliers with delisting if they uh, cooperate with Amazon Fresh. Regarding that, I also have um, uh, some like personal observations because here in New York, the first Amazon store actually opened, the first physical one. Uh, it's close to Columbus Circle for those who are familiar with New York. And it's actually a pretty small store. I would, I can't really think about how many square feet or square meter it is, but I would say they have probably 2,000 books on display, which isn't that much. And the interesting thing was not only that most of the books, or I think even all of the books, are presented only with their covers. So you, uh, in, an, in an usual bookstore, you would just see the spines of the books, but there, each book is presented... Um, um, with the cover, and then they spend about one third of the uh, of the store on uh, the gadgets like Kindle and the Amazon ecosystem and everything. What I really liked is that they have those little shelves saying um, books that Kindle readers finished in less than three days, or books who got more than ten thousand reviews on Amazon.com, averaging more better than four point five. And so it felt like a really nice offline experience of the uh, Amazon online experience. And the interesting thing that they are doing is that if you're a Prime member, you get all the uh, online prices and you have to pay only the online price. So it's very competitive, which leads us to the UK and London startups. Oh, well, I will just go on with that. Um, so we talked about Brexit before on the show a couple of times and what Brexit might mean uh, for the UK startup scene. Now there is a UK-based simulation where uh, that concludes with the fact that, or with the result that London startups lag behind Berlin, Paris, and Dublin post-Brexit. So, uh, and they their estimate is that um, about 13% of well, there will be a 13% drop in the number of startups in uh, the capital of the UK. So we will see about that. And that leads us to German hubs and your areas of expertise, because we start with Frankfurt. Okay, so let's get talking. Frankfurt Rhein-Main, the German fintech startup Fastbill, secures funding to help small businesses with their financial management. Mario, the CTO, is a very frequent guests on our German-speaking channel. Um, he's also the man behind Startup Weekends here in Frankfurt and the host of the regular Founders Table in Frankfurt. Shortly after this, the company has been a target of denial-of-service attacks, which, of course, with Mario as a CTO, was not very successful. Frankfurt-based Creator Ventures is investing in a deep tech company from Sweden, Adaptive Simulation, which is the name offers cloud-based fully automated solutions. Second round of financing, credit reform, a large German credit bureau invested in Mainz-based big data and AI startup data lovers. And as every year in spring, the Frankfurt Entrepreneur Award is, uh, was being handed out. This time, a logistics startup called Cargo Steps One Number One. They offer a platform for empty freight room for logistic companies and parcel services. Second place was Freiscript, offering free of charge scripts similar to syllabus in the U.S. colleges. 
to uh, students by integrating advertisements in them. And number three was Wolfzentrum, a startup which wants to bring cutting-edge education tools and methods to classrooms. And a bit more about the award is also in our show notes, which leads me to a, um, a region of Germany that isn't necessarily on the startup map, But it's close to where I'm from in northern Hesse, and um, it's called Ostwestfalen Lippe, so Eastern Westfalia Lippe, which is a river there. And even there, which is a pretty remote area of Germany, there is now something going on in terms of startups. A new fund was launched by several banks and VC firms to support innovations in that region. And um, you can learn more about it in uh, obviously on, in the Wikipedia article, which we also link to in our show notes. And um, in general, Ostwestfalen Lippe, for those who are not familiar with it, as are most likely 99% of the listeners, um, it is also the area where um, uh, Bertelsmann is situated, the uh, owning company or the company behind those brands like the RDL television uh, channel uh, Emporium in in Imperium in um, Germany, but also Random House. So it's not as if there is nothing going on there. And this concludes the hub session. Bertelsmann Music Group, BMG is also located there, I do believe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bertelsmann is also, uh, yeah, BMG is also part of Bertelsmann. Yeah, yeah. it's all there. It's, it's really one of the biggest media players in the world these days. Yeah. Which leads us to individual company stuff. Um, Yes, follow up on earlier news wrap-ups, since we promise to keep you up to date. Remains of the former Berlin-based IPO candidate, now insolvent Auctionata, are taken over by brick-and-mortar auction house. This seems to be pretty much the end of the startup as we knew it. Really sorry. Protonet, the provider for private clouds and former crowdfunding star, is about to be taken over out of insolvency. Unfortunately, it appears that could also be the end of the company. And there's another startup that uh, filed for insolvency called Panono, which uh, wanted to offer a 360-degree camera. And they are bankrupt. And um, better news come up for Liquid, or Liquid, L-I-Q-I-D, um, Munich-based robo-advisor backed by the Quant family, who owns a majority of the shares of BMW and other companies, has reached a threshold of more than 100 million euro in assets under management. And also Hamburg-based fintech Credit Tech raised 110 million euro to expand credit in emerging markets, which they hand out there as a credit. Uh, Berlin-based dating platform eDarling merges with the US-based Uh, one and listed Christian Mingle parents. So yeah, here in the US, a couple of those um, dating websites cater exclusively to um, specific religions like Christian Mingle or J-Date for Jewish people. And I'm going to close my little part with some talk about N26 because I was also a customer there and I uh, used to have a bank account with them which then... Um, got dropped when or which then I decided to drop when they moved on from being number 26 to N26 um, because there were a couple of issues surrounding that startup it's a banking startup that wants to come up with different with a different kind of banking for people um, but along the way there are a couple of issues and also regulatory issues they uh, were uh, they faced and now the N26 uh, platform ha had some login problems so um 
Well, to sum it up, it is like it seems as if running a bank is not that much of a simple feat. They received the license last year, and there have been lately a lot of reported IT problems. That, um, for example, one could see the account of another person. Yes, that's the problem because many many fintechs do have a big advantage. They have just one system. Maybe they just coded for themselves for themselves, and it suits them. They do everything over it. But as soon as you start to be a licensed bank, as soon as you have to do like all the regulatory reporting, all the counting with all those tiny details in the counting rules, like German accounting, IFRS, European accounting, maybe even US GAAP for some products, it gets really, really, really tricky. And as soon as you have to work with several systems, connecting to each other you already start to see big problem um i'm afraid we lost margaret due to internet problems which is funny because i'm from frankfurt still here and christian new york is working um yes she's back (laughs) okay it's a zombie thing yeah no i'm sorry about my absence but i'm sure that you covered everything fabulously yes yeah margaret we just here talking about telefonica acquires berlin-based analytics startups me know this also germany's duolingo competitor berlin-based bubble sets its sights on the u.s bubble being called Berlin's quite success story. Uh, there's a big difference between Duolingo and Bubble because Bubble is a paid service and they're now trying to enter the US. This is going to be exciting. Margaret, you want to do Zombie Move 24 news? Okay, here we go. So Move 24 is in the news. Uh, the Berlin-based moving startup Move 24 raised a whopping 14.3 million bucks um and uh, you know that's a good thing the only you know it's like but one foot forward two steps back they also lost a copyright lawsuit against Movinga so you know this is an ongoing battle it's been going on since 2015 uh we've reported about it here before um but it seems to be going into you know legal nastiness at this point and then um and it, it kind of like started when Muvago sued it was sued by Movinga and then it had to change its name and then they're moving all over the place and Movago lost. And as a consequence, we now have move 24. So, you know, these two companies have not understood the concept, I guess, of blue water. Um, and, and uh, they are, they're in each other's space and it's getting nasty. Um, what's interesting, I think is that, you know, this is happening in Berlin, which is a very, very different market, I think from the rest of of, of Germany really. And, you know, I'm the other thing I have to say as somebody who's lived in Germany for a long time, the movie business is just not the same thing as it is in the U S because people stay longer in their apartments, just about everywhere. But anyway, so, um, the last piece of, uh, news here that I want to report is that a really, really cool fund. That's, that's kind of like a government VC here called high tech grinder funds, uh, has raised 245 million euros for a new fund to be invested in high-tech startups in Germany. And, you know, again, I mean, it's just another sign that this whole area is really taking off, whether it's blockchain, whether it's IoT. I mean, there is there is really a movement afoot. And I think that these guys are sort of have their noses, if not fingers, in the air, and they can see it coming, and they're going to be part of it. 
Our tradition, the Rocket Internet Corner. Rocket keeps investing in Molly Spoon. This is interesting since Molly Spoon is a competitor of its own HelloFresh. Rocket Internet also published its Q1 2017 results, which showed it is still making losses, but narrowed these losses on an EBITDA basis to 20 million euros from 100 millions before. Also, some of the startups from Rocket are not pushing ahead as one wanted. The growth of the furniture platform Home24 plus 5.2% and the home furniture shopping club West Wing plus 6.2% appear to have been below expectations. On the other hand, both companies also narrowed their losses. It may be a sign they are about to turn a corner to profitability. Finally, Grunder seen a compiled list of startups for which Rocket had to lower its valuation in 2016. It's a really long list and we just picked out a few. The portal for apartment searches, Nestpick, was almost closed after the start. The management had to leave and Rocket had to write down 8.5 million euros of Nestpick's share value. Lendico, the crowd lending platform, dropped by 16.6 million euro. And after merging its credit marketplace for SMEs, Sencap, we did an interview in German with them, with UK competitor Funding Circle, Rocket had to write down the shares it owns in Funding Circle from 24.4 million euros to merely 9.2 million euros. And finally, the taxi hailing app Easy Taxi, founded in Rio de Janeiro, took a valuation hit of 17 million euros. What I found really stunning was Global Fashion Group, composed of a few rocket companies in the fashion space, blew the lid by taking a valuation hit of more than 330 million euros. Just to compare it, at 370 million US dollars, 287 million British pounds, and 500 million either Canadian or Aussie dollars. And there has been more. Just have a look at our article. And what I found, what I want to share with you at the end, um, the surest sign you're winning is when Goliath takes a swing at you. Meaning, if established companies are attacking you straight, you're on the right path. And what came to me here in this in this um, constellation was the saying, whenever you meet difficult situations, dash forward bravely and joyfully. Therefore, we're pressing forward to the competition and events. Right, guys? Yeah, so uh, we're moving on to competitions and there's something crazy going on or at least like very strange, I don't know, where um, the German army Bundeswehr, the German military, is now even getting into the startup space. They are searching for startups and are open to a cooperation with startups. And the initiative was reportedly started by successful entrepreneurs who are officers in the reserve. Uh, we got a couple of information about that on in our show notes. And then Energy and GTEC are starting the iPrice Machine Economy Innovators award the iPrize is an international competition to find the most visionary ideas of the machine economy um, and iPrize the machine economy innovators award is about the implications and opportunities of the machine economy on society business culture application period has started already it ends July 28th in 2017 award ceremony will take place in late September in Berlin and also Christian, sorry, have my smartest moment. It's not called GTEC, it's called GTEC. 
Oh, well, well, then it's their bad if they choose this name. So G Tech. Okay. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So um, so G Tech will do all this crazy stuff. Imagine me having said G Tech all along. And since I was talking about late September in Berlin, September 27th and 28th, there will also be the first startup safari in Frankfurt and us at Startup Radio, we are media partners, of course. Uh, it, the Safari will visit startups in four cities, including Frankfurt and Jörn's city of birth, Mainz, in the Rhein-Main area. Guys, we covered a lot of material. We didn't discuss so much. We lost Margaret once on the way, but I think that's about it. We do have a lot of news day ahead of the curve. Um, it's articles you'll find at www.startuprate.io and then look for the news because as of now, we are also going to upload this as an audio-only podcast with a static picture onto YouTube. So just check the show notes below and all the lots of text and all the links, you'll find them on our website alone. Sorry. To we'll do, we'll do. Have a nice day. Remember, everyone. sharing is caring. Thank you, guys.